Attention, great people. Gemini, where we at these days? We're on Podcast Republic. You can find us on Podcast Republic online or through their Google Play app where you can download our podcast. Make sure y'all go on Podcast Republic and favorite your favorite podcast, which I'm pretty sure is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. They have a ton of other podcasts, but you want to listen to ours. So what you can do is say, okay, Google, play Unapologetic Advice Podcast. And I got also a neat trick for y'all. Say, Alexa, play Unapologetic Advice Podcast. So, so what's, what's in your cup? So what's in your cup? So what's in your cup? So what's in your cup? Wolf speed, don't rainbow read me, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Nigga still ain't got that kind of work ethic. But you know, some cats do. But very few. They usually, they usually aren't good though when they have. That's the whole point. They go in there and they freestyle a bunch of bullshit. My shit was written. I sit down with four beats, come up with about four or five different songs. I was doing that shit in two days, three days, recording on the fourth day. Had a fucking CD out on the streets by Saturday. To my whole neighborhoods, I'm riding through Euclid hearing my shit. And I'm looking like, I don't even know nobody but one nigga out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ape City, man, that shit went everywhere. You would go to a backyard party in fucking Warrensville and somebody was playing Ape City shit. Oh, shit. Unmixed. At this rate, I'm also put the damn Ape, Ape City shit in my damn show notes. Like people are gonna wanna know what the fuck we talking about. So I'm gonna have to find something on the on like kids, the the YouTube. <laughs> Wait, that was before YouTube. Nah, somebody got that shit on YouTube. <laughs> like look, motherfuckers putting everything. MySpace on days, a lot of that shit ended up on a lot of different pages. It's like MySpace still was still kinda I ain't gonna say it's big overseas, but a lot of people got hip to people through MySpace yeah. overseas. Like I literally had motherfuckers in uh in Austria and all types of places. Couldn't even speak English, but they knew the shit. It was crazy. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I guess nowadays is they have more streamlined platforms, I suppose. And yeah. like before everybody was just hitting up, like it was like a central location of you yeah. to communicate with people. And then they started doing, you know, Black Planet and like all this other Man. stuff where <laughs> I don't even know how many motherfuckers got hot summer. The fuck is that? Oh, it was a song. I was gonna say, I Hell was like, is yeah. that a fucking site? It was a beat he did, and he uh, did the hook on. I got so many offers on that song. I tried to sell it to Rich Ass when he started rapping. I was like, bro, I got a song for you. You ain't gotta rap what I rap, but nigga, take the beat and the hook, nigga. Make it work for you. He ain't like it, but it was like a bunch. It was a it was a girl group that wanted it. It was one girl soloist that wanted the beat. That's when I started making beats for for. But he could sell a beat with a hook. He was doing that shit back then. Like he would make a beat and then he would just put the hook to the beat. And motherfuckers be like, man, that shit hot. So he was like, you know what? 
don't listen to the beach yet. Let me do the hook first. That became a staple. Like, man. Well, that's because, people, that's because like, my beats were so obscure that people were just like, I can't see myself rapping on it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the picture. And all you got to do is draw in the color. Right. We just had fun with that shit. We would come up with that shit in minutes. It was just too easy. It's still kind of, it's still like that, honestly. Like we can sit down with a beat. Oh yeah, right? I, I hear y'all niggas here. Nigga write a whole LP in, in two days. Like that shit never was difficult for us because we always was racing against the clock. Nigga, I gotta be back at school. Nigga, I gotta go to work. Or nigga, I gotta go to That do this. actually would be a really good show. Shit, Kenny Kenny Beats do that now on YouTube. He'll make a beat and have well known rappers freestyle over it. But I'm like, nigga. No, I mean like one of these reality shows that actually would be dope. Where you take it and give them a time box with like a... Oh, if you're you a real rapper? If you, you're a real rapper, be, but to niggas, be a real rapper. Niggas is not and that like, good. Like, These niggas got to get high. They got to pop pills. They got to do all this extra ass shit. Ain't nobody we, put no restrictions on that? Get no, high. Just, but what I'm saying is, is that that takes away. That that takes away from it. We was just like in the attic. It wasn't no weed. We ain't had no drugs. We I mean, were just there are rap- it. there are rappers who don't do that though, right? No, I know that. But what I'm saying is, is that nowadays the so-called good rappers, man, I got a creative vibe. I'm like, nigga, the vibe is, nigga, we Look, starving. I don't give a fuck if you do got a creative vibe, nigga. You got five hours. <laughs> I ain't giving. A Use that winning. five hours, but however listen, you need or whatever. We used to have we used to have niggas come to the attic, and we'd be like, listen. When you want to rap, because I'll wait for you, but my verse going to be done. So, because he used to challenge me like that. Like, nigga, look, either nigga, he always, I always end up going last because he already know how he want to sound on the beat. So he like, fuck it. I'm about to, I'm about to go ahead and nigga, what's up? I'm about to go in. Wouldn't that be a dope show though? Like, it wouldn't would that be, be a really had, dope if show? If you had some artists that was good enough to sustain that, definitely. I think if somebody made that the narrative, I think people would adapt. And would have to, and you find out who's made and who ain't. We have a concept and just throw it out there. Yeah. And shout out to my nigga Lummy Sanders. That nigga created freestyle conversations. Me and him would walk from his house to Grant's Groceries and walk back and have a whole fucking song because we'd be freestyling, playing off each other. We wrote seven, eight songs like that. Trilly just gave hella game to so many people. That's probably going to not even be used in the U.S. It's going to be international <laughs> people that's really going to peep that game because like, they really be the only ones who really digest a lot of stuff that we talk about in, over here. Like It don't even be people from like America that really be like listening to the wisdom that people drop. It be uh-huh. like overseas and then motherfuckers want to get mad and be like, oh, why they do? because they listen and they're actually trying to do it. Maybe instead of hating... We should embrace that too and well, use you know, the wisdom. That like I said, Trilly, Trilly ain't popping six pills and smoking weed and drinking a whole gallon of Hennessy just to make a song. If I wanted to make a fucking song, I can make a song in 30 minutes. Like, it's never been a problem. I've always, that's why I would get invited to sessions with artists. And I'd be like, bruh, why don't you say it like this? Why don't you put that in there? Why don't you say this? Wouldn't it make sense to say it this way? Ain't no making sense if you high. Right. That's my whole point. <laughs> like some people, like especially when they do on rough cuts and stuff, they they start trying to fit 
words in, in places where it don't really need to be. Trying to get it to rhyme and stuff like yeah. that. And I used to do that, but I did that at yeah, 14, yeah. 15. I would, my wordplay was so crazy that I wanted so many words in there because I wanted to fuck you up listening to it. Then after a while, I'm like, I don't need all that because half the shit I'm saying ain't catching no way. Like I used to say, like I had this one bar, so these rappers, they sound all right, but they not as good as I used to be. And it took a nigga a while to catch that because of the way I rapped it over the beat. Because I'm trying to keep up with the beat. The beat beats back then were a lot faster. So I wasn't trying to like entertain you. I just wanted to say some shit. So. Yeah, I, I would murder uh, one of them beats now these days because I, I still got all my ad-libs. They too slow. These beats too slow. That's why rappers like Fab and all of them, they just come off so crazy and they can impact so much wisdom into bars because they so used to saying so much shit. So now you slow it down and it's just like, man, he the GOAT. No, that man just always had a lot to say, but you gave him a slower beat to do it on. So now he just stunting now, like, fuck it. Yeah, like it's, 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 like, it's like surfing. But then you end up in the lake, so the waves are way, way slower. They way easier. You cruising. This is easy now. Like I don't gotta do this over a just blaze beat. Right. Like <laughs> game. Like game got a new CD out right now. Mm -hmm. That born to rap shit. That shit hard as fuck. I've heard nothing but good things about it. That actually. shit hard as fuck. But it's nice because he like I'm literally born to rap. Like he like nigga. I sit in the room. By myself and write classics because nigga, I know how to fucking rap. He like who rap better than me, and I'm like, damn, he right. Like in the West, it's a lot of spitters in the West, but hard shit bar for bar. Like he was one of the only niggas in the West doing 300 bars and shit like that. He he's a West Coast nigga that rap like a East Coast nigga. So that's was that's always been his appeal, cause he studied East Coast niggas. He's still mad he ain't got a Jay-Z verse, and this is his last album. Like Throughout the tape, he like, nigga, I'm still mad I ain't got that whole verse. And me and him went toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Like I was rapping at Hove at one point, and he was. He was challenging everybody because he wanted that respect because that's what East Coast niggas do. West Coast niggas can give a fuck about what an East Coast nigga talking about. Gang, like, fuck that. I want all y'all niggas to respect me. He, like, he was the only nigga that was embracing Nipsey and Kendrick before anybody was. Cause them niggas can fucking rap. Like you listen to Nip. Nip rap like a O's. He rap like he rap. He used to rap like he was a West Coast nigga, but he rap in the cadence of an East Coast nigga talking about street shit. That was his appeal. Even the way he came off on shit, like he came off like an old school drug dealer from Brooklyn, but he in the West Coast, and everything was about getting money. You know what I mean? So. But his the way that nigga used to spit, he ain't spit like like when he first dropped, you heard that West Coast twang in his raps, but the nigga rapped like he that's why the East Coast embraced the shit out of him. West Coast was like, here go our new king. But I'm like, nigga, that's he's the new king because nigga he can put him anywhere and he gonna fit in. Well, R.I.P. to Nipsey Hustle. R.I.P. And Fuck living basic. I'm what'd he say? Uh Fuck living, he said, fuck living basic, I'm taking risks. Fuck what they saying, I'm saying this. Like, that nigga was always on some, you know, take them to the lake if they want to fish. Like, that nigga, his, his flow patterns was nice as fuck. 
if you listen to Nip, before Nip died, he always was rapping like that. It took y'all had to listen to that last album, but he been on that shit. That marathon shit. He been on that. But yeah. RP Nip. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead and get into the show. I know it's been a minute, y'all. I know y'all been waiting on this shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> been getting some DMs that were not so nice. We do read the motherfuckers, okay? We hear you, but we too have PTO. Okay, in vacation. And we got shit we got to do too, but we love y'all. You know, we love y'all. So for y'all, we continue to do this shit. Shout out to the weekend crew. Yeah, man. So welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up since y'all miss us so motherfucking much at unapolopod at gmail.com. Our Instagram is unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg. T-R-I-L-L-B-E-R-G. If you motherfuckers don't look in the show notes. I just gotta laugh because... <laughs> I really was on some bullshit last episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland underscore. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, y'all can uh, find Trilly there. You can find the, the podcast team um, at our Instagram. Uh, Gemini has a Twitter at Advice Gemini. I should probably check that bitch because I have not been on there in a minute. I am really bad at Twitter. I'm just not really on that shit like I should be. Um, we have a lot, a lot of shit going on, Man. but we back, we back, we, we back. We on our Antoine Fisher shit. We still here. We yeah. still strong. Thanksgiving was, we was giving thanks to our motherfucking sales. Nigga, frying five turkeys. All types of shit was going on. Says the vegan. Yeah. <laughs> still got to feed the carnivores. I'm the only vegan beefing out this bitch. All right, so... What you sipping on, slash, was sipping on, slash, are sipping on? Uh, well, sipping on some wine earlier. Had a nice glass of Damn, wine. Damn, I can't remember what brand it was. It was I a Merlot. It was a nice-ass Merlot on the Merlot. You understand me? We on some relaxed shit. Trilly had to change uh, locations in terms of my living situation. So I got a nice drive when I leave the studio so I can't get too liquid. Can't get too oiled. You know what I mean? Keeping it real cool. But the hookah is hitting. And Jim and I also had this Merlot. And uh, the hookah, though, this hookah is that grapefruit with the mint in it. I taste that shit. Tastes like a fruit head. If you motherfuckers familiar with hitting them hookah spots and you want to act like you the ball in this motherfucker in there and you get, you get you a fruit head, you know what I'm saying? Get you smoke some shit out of a grapefruit or a pineapple or whatever. This that feeling you get that great that we gonna call this the GF mint you know what I'm saying? Oh okay yeah the I like GF that mint. the GF mint. mint. All right all right all right. So we gonna slide into messy media. <sighs> all right so you want to talk about Antonio Brown counter suing or you want to talk about Ray J getting a divorce? Ray J getting a divorce I didn't know about allegedly. that allegedly allegedly. Or you want to talk about Antonio Brown counter suing that chick who said she was he was uh, doing stuff to her or did stuff to her? Let's fuck with Ray J for a minute. Okay. So according to the Shade Room, Princess Love explains what's going on with Ray J and says she wants a divorce. 
Um, she said that they've had rocky days and her husband uh, is allegedly leaving her stranded in Vegas. Oh, for leaving her stranded in Vegas. She holding the baby, talking on this video. Um, she's telling her side of the story, said that Ray J tried to convince her to move to Vegas. And when she declined his request, he got a little upset. She said she no longer wants to get married. So what's your advice on that? Motherfucker said, yo, let's go on this trip. By the way, bitch, I'm out. Wow. Um, shit. Would so, you, in fact, want a divorce too? What, if I got left in Vegas? Yeah, after saying like, yo, I'm not trying to go to Vegas. Like, come on to Vegas. Bye, bitch. Damn. Wait a minute. So he left her and went to Vegas? They went to Vegas. Like she said, she didn't want to go. It sounds like, from what it looks like, it says that uh, she said that he tried to convince her to move to Vegas, and she said she didn't want to. He got upset. She said she doesn't want to be married. Um, and I think that I, it says that she, he left her stranded in Vegas. So I'm guessing she was like, I don't want to go. And he was like, come on, bitch, come on. So she ended up going, but she said she didn't want to go. And then when she got there, he left her in Vegas. So she was like, you just going to leave me with the baby and just go in Vegas. So I'm just, I want out. Hmm. Sound like um, he having one of them, them, them damn, I can't believe I'm married crisis type moments. He's still trying to be the man about town type shit. But he running around here with that dad body and shit. So, you know, I don't know. I think he might be having. A, I mean, he always been brandy, brother. Yeah, he might be having a reality show crisis or some shit. I don't know. I can't really, uh, I can't really pin that idea because it's just like, why? That don't make no damn sense. Why it you it do just that? don't make sense because it's, you know, it's just weird. My, like, I mean, you could have just left and went to Vegas. Why you had to bring her out there to leave her? Right. That's like, what I don't understand about it. Like I, he just didn't want the bitch in the house. I think he be. <laughs> I think he just be trying to take breathers and shit. You forget. Like, niggas like him forget that he's married from time to time. I don't think he forget that he's married to the point where he out trying to probably chase bitches and shit like that. But I think, you know, that's why niggas be having man caves and shit. They be trying to just get away for a minute and get their own little space. This nigga need a whole nother city and shit. It's weird. Like, nigga, y'all need counseling. Because it just seemed like every other week, even on the show, he like leaving her. (laughs) I'm about to go. I mean, shit, it was always you. So you just going to go and, like, I know the one episode he was supposed to go do, he was late to a photo shoot or some shit with her and the baby, and she was pissed because he like, motherfucker, we've been waiting on you. You, we, you know, Ray J sound like he on he on his time right now. That's what it sound like to me. Like, he he having some, he having some selfish, having selfish moments. You know what I mean? And a lot of us, if you married, you might not fully understand that type shit. But you get to them points where you just be like, I need me. I just need to do me for a second. And I, don't, and I think Princess like, nigga, yeah, you doing you, nigga. You decide you want to be married. We, we're doing us now. It, you ain't a you no more. You, you are a us. Right. So, and a lot of motherfuckers be forgetting that shit and get so caught up in their own shit that they forget I'm in a partnership. And it's a whole nother world when you put a ring on a motherfucking finger. You know, now it's like, we got to talk about this instead of a, that we, we, I'll be back that type we, shit. we, we, was talking about before is we. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, early in my marriage, man, I was, look, I'm about to kick it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you really got to get, 
used to the idea that you might have to sit down and talk to your lady about a move you about to make. And he looked like he didn't, you know, he got the Raytronics and all that kind of shit popping mm-hmm. off. Ray-Bans. Ray, whatever the fuck. He trying to get, he trying to get to a bag and kick it. Mm-hmm. And probably majority of the niggas he kicking it with ain't married. Thanks. And I know that feeling because at one point, my whole circle wasn't married. Half the niggas ain't even have girlfriends. But they be on some shit, nigga. Let's kick it, Dave. You know, let's trill. What's up? We, we outside? And I'm looking like, yeah, nigga, we outside. But then I'm like, wait a minute. I, I'm, a, I'm a part of a we. I'm a part of a stronger partnership. I got to, like, make sure that she cool before I go do me. And I think he's been forgetting to do that at times. Not to mention she got a baby. They got a baby, plus she's pregnant. So it's like that's Oh, is she? Yeah, she's oh. pregnant again. So it's like you gotta deal with them hormones too. All that shit. And I'm totally familiar with that. Cause you know, your girl pregnant, you trying to get to a bag. You ain't trying to sit around that evil ass shit. You don't wanna rub feet and all that bullshit all the time. You wanna be out in the streets a little bit. Especially when you're a young man. Cause he ain't that goddamn old either. As 90 day fiance, Andre said. To his baby mama slash wife. Don't terrorize me with your pregnancy. <laughs> That's, That's a exactly. Hell of a statement. That's a hell of a statement. There. It's literally what he said. He looked Don't at her dead ass. Terrorize me with your pregnancy. With your pregnancy, dead ass. He they driving. He said that shit to her dead ass to her face. Don't terrorize me with your pregnancy. And women ain't got no control over their hormones. They That's burp, fucked up. They burping, farting, doing all kinds of shit when they when they pregnant. A lot so of women are. That's what I feel like happened with that then. Okay. Uh, so do you want to talk about Omarion being unbothered and all that yes. shenanigans? Yes. The goat. Uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> so I, I know that, that this, is, this is a little like things have unraveled very quickly. Uh, fast. Uh, let's backtrack real quick. Omarion's baby mama, April, is out here patting her pussy on the gram. Yeah, all kind of shit. Talking about talking about whose dick is bigger, Lil Fizz or his. Yeah, she's wildin'. Poppy nigga looking at me crazy. Uh, you know, talking about whose dick is bigger. And uh all this is occurring during the uh that B2K whatever tour. I can't remember. I, I done went to the shit too. Yeah, the tour. But, yeah, so tour. like during this time. So meanwhile, Omarion had not said shit. He just getting his bag. So, time goes on. They were saying like, oh, like, we're not together. So, eventually she says, oh, we're together. Okay, whatever. So, Marianne finally breaks the silence. And he says, look, they grown. You know, my kids taken care of. You know, I'm just minding my business. I hope that they happy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just make sure they take care, like, take care of business. Meanwhile, fast forward. This nigga drops his new, new tour that's coming up on Lil Fizz's birthday. And he is not taking B2K with him. He is he, taking uh, Soldier Boy Bow and Bow Wow. Where his group used to be. Yes. <laughs> Nigga said Queen takes pawn. Checkmate, so bitch. Basically, Lil Fizz is going to be home babysitting his kids while right. he's out here getting his bag. So, J- yeah, with his baby Fizz, mama. His, his bandmate. Is fucking his BM right now, and his his baby mama wild, but she like you know she was talking about how he ain't shit, but uh, Jay Boog, the other nigga, the bandmate, do you hear about that? This nigga was in a boxing thing, and it was like Jay Boog, how you feel? He was like that bitch ass nigga, little fizz, fucked up the bag. Like I mean, yeah, <laughs> like basically, exactly. and like he ain't say it like that, but basically like that motherfucker fucked up our money. 
like, what the fuck? Exactly. Because you want to fuck his And you bitch. forgot that that nigga, Amarion, had more than enough of a catalog to go out Without on the road by himself. Without y'all. Icebox is a Bow Wow where his group used to be. That was he, the coldest shit that nigga could have did. But he got songs with... Don't they got an album together? They got a whole... That's what they I'm saying. They got a whole album together. They got a whole fucking album. It's hits on that bitch, too. That people know, not to mention his solo opus. Absolutely. So it was like... And he got songs. You know what I'm saying? Keep the lights on. Like, that nigga got shit. I'm gonna be... Look. I'm gonna be real with you. When the tour came and I went... I didn't give a fuck about the B2K songs. When that nigga came out to that icebox and, and and touch, that was all I needed in my life. I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. Tell me if you I don't give a fuck about that shit. Come out here and do that icebox shit and, and pop lock and open up random doors you got into your body. Do all that shit. That's what I'm looking for. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. So Man. yeah. So my advice is I feel like uh we all should aspire to get to a Marion level of unbothered. And if you're going to be, I don't even feel like it's petty. I feel that he did what he had to do as a businessman. And to this day, he did not call Lil Fizz a bitch. He did not, he didn't say nothing negative about his baby mama. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say nothing disrespectful. All he did was like, okay, you want to fuck my my ex? Cool. Uh, Y'all niggas want to come play on this basketball court? Because that nigga is not allowed to be on the roster no more. You good? You coming? All right, cool. We got five. Have a blessed one. (laughs) And ran the games. This nigga up. Oh, I can do that as a uh, people's corner. Yeah, we gonna talk about that. Oh, but you? Yeah, I didn't I'm even get sorry. a chance to tell you that shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had enough. another people's corner, but we'll we'll do it. We'll do a snippet of that. Listen, Amarion, that's my hero. Just the way he was. That nigga was un- he was about as shook as that fucking Merlot sitting in that glass right now. Like that nigga, like, I ain't gotta get upset. I'ma be classy than a bitch. And I'ma get a big dumbass bag Dang. on y'all. I'm so, going. I'm going. Nigga, I'm, I'm there. going. I'm going. We might do the podcast backstage. We could do a live. And talk to that <laughs> nigga because that shit was just raw as fuck. Like, I love how he went about it because he like, you know, ain't no real shit. Ain't no real nigga going to sit there and down they BM in the streets. Not no real nigga. You know what I'm saying? When you when you a hundred with yourself and you know who you are and what you capable of, like, you forgot that niggas forgot that Omarion has a song with Janine Aoki talking about, you know, eat the, eat the, Eat the uh, booty oh, like Oh, Post to be. That like, is the niggas cut. Niggas forgot about Post to be. That he shit actually, was a hit. He did that too. He actually did that without her because he had this part. We was all singing. We was Janae and that That's why she go for me. Nigga, like. He bruh. bring Janae out. We all losing it. And shit. she probably will pop up Yo, on that motherfucker. He should just put her on the tour. Nick, I don't even Fuck need them. Fuck do a remix and put Big Shine on that bitch. I don't need nobody but Omarion, Janae Aiko. And Lloyd. So that That's was the, all I need on for the tour. Me, <laughs> that was the best way to close out. That was the best news to close out the year for me. I said, that shit is fucking outstanding. That nigga announced that shit on Fizz's birthday, birthday, nigga. Like, happy birthday, bitch. You gets no bread with me 2020. Now, mind you, you got a whole baby mama. <laughs> Amen. And I put Bow Wow where my group used to be. 
Yes. Fuck me up. I said, damn, Bow Wow. Like, that had to hurt. Because Bow Wow done got drug in the media way more than motherfucking R. Kelly at times. Niggas had a whole fucking Bow Wow challenge out here. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> and that funny. nigga said, I'm going to replace y'all niggas with this nigga because I got a whole album with this nigga. Bow Wow need this. He need this more than they need. He needed this just as much as B2K needed this. Real quick, though, what Bow Wow should do is in the back, he should have a plane in his backdrop just just to troll motherfuckers. That's what I would do. Bow Wow should have some new songs. Nah, play that old shit. You better do Bounce with me. No. (laughs) No, what I'm saying is them niggas... I don't need to hear nothing new, Bow Wow. Keep that old shit. This tour would be a great way to announce a new Amarion Bow Wow song or something. Yeah. But On Amarion's album, not And not to mention, man, and you know something, too? You know who the unsung hero is on this tour, too? Sammy. Yo, he killed it, too. I forgot they he was on that, too. He on was, that nigga. You he hear can me? sing so good. His little ass been singing the same fucking songs since he was 14. He's not little no more. But that no, I'm saying he didn't hit the gym on these bitches. Yes. He done bucked up Swole. on these niggas. He fuck around be hitting somebody's wife. Like, nigga out here like, fuck y'all. The tour loaded, though. <coughs> At the, the tour, tour Bobby V was calling out talking about he wanted to hit somebody's wife. I was like, Who? yo, Bobby V, I told you uh, I went. Bobby, go he was sit. talking about I'm at hotel such and such. Go find you a nice tranny and sit your ass down. Okay, brother. so do you want to talk about Nick Cannon wanting to battle Eminem in a rap or the dark-skinned uh, quarterback talking about his skin is camo? <laughs> what? We only got time for one. Which one you want to do? Ah, uh, shit. Oh, man. Fuck it. Nick Cannon. I don't never mind no Nick Cannon news because he's still getting to it, but he need to chill on According to the Shade Room, Nick Cannon is serious about battling Eminem on stage or in the ring. We want all the smoke. Uh, it says that he's ready to put on his long, put an end to his long-term beef with Eminem and settle things once and for all, whether it's on stage or in the ring. Uh, Nick responded to Eminem's new verse on Fat Joe's track, Lord Above, in which M made mention of his infamous situation with Mariah, then proceeded to take a few shots at Nick. He, uh, Nick called out M and cracked a few jokes about his age. Well, now Nick is serious about going bar, bar to bar with M, who we don't have to mention is notorious for rap battling. Um, Nick's head of incredible music uh, exclusively tells us that his, who is this person? Chuck Kelly, whoever this is, exclusively tells us that, us as in Shade Room, that Nick has been trying for years to get Eminem to battle him and squash this beef, but Eminem has yet to respond to them. Uh, Kelly says, we want all the smoke. Eminem is real unresponsive. Then it takes homies, and then it takes homies album to talk about it. If Eminem doesn't want to battle Nick, then Kelly says that Nick will gladly see Eminem in the boxing ring for a celebrity match. What's your advice? My advice is that Nick need to help Mariah battle a motherfucking vocal coach right now because her shit is sounding really, really fucking. She flat. sounds better now. I don't do know she? if they. I don't know if they did with like the Aerosmith dude where he got his vocal stuff lasered. I'm. I, I'm not. I don't know Mariah if you did that or not. But if you did, shout out to you because it really did help the dude from Aerosmith. But uh, I, Steven she, Tyler. Yes, he had got. He was getting like th- like throat like laser stuff done. They have like a whole documentary on the shit because yeah. he was you know hitting them pitches so so that's uh, my, high. That's my dog. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm wondering if she did that because she's starting to sound. She sounded better since that Christmas a couple years ago where it was fucked up. She might have put put out them new ports because she was smoking too goddamn much. That's what was fucking her throat. Uh, up. Allegedly or for sure. Man, she was smoking fucking cigarettes, man. 
She smoking she cigarettes. Smoking with cigarettes. And not aging well. Oh shit. And that's my homie too. I fuck with Mariah, but come on, Mariah, quit playing. She definitely had one of the best voices in the nineties. Yeah, sure. I know. Here we are and going into twenty twenty, and you know, Patty LaBelle still singing circles around your ass. Cause she ain't smoking hookah and, and cigarettes and shit. You out here, you can't even do the motherfucking baby if you give it to me. You can't even hit like, come on, Mariah. Look, we not coming from Mariah. We talking about Nick. She did, she did not tell Nick to be talking this shit. That ain't even her husband no, no more. No, but what I'm saying, <laughs> but they still homies, and that's the only reason why he's so on be. it. Cause he feel like that's the mother of my children, and as any nigga would, he trying to find a way. To stand up for it. No, the best revenge is success, my G. <coughs> Eminem look like a fucking like Eminem is. What'd you say? I'm just looking at some of the shade room. I just think it's funny. Eminem is like a, a decade away from being a crib keeper. Cause he's not aging well either. But niggas still that white boy will still wrap circles around Nick Cannon. So Nick Cannon need to chill. That's that's my advice. Like chill. It, like even in the ring, like Nick, we weigh the same amount, my guy. We probably oh, weigh nah, the Nick, same Nick amount. Could be, Nick, Nick could beat his ass. Nick, Nick workout regimen too fucking crazy. He's still him. little. He always been skinny. He getting buff, but he's strong. Man. That's all that matter. But I'm he's not, not lyrically strong. So leave that man alone. You can't do shit with half of the contestants. And, and that what come is on em, out. and what is Eminem doing? Being unbothered. I'm not yeah. answering your shit. Yeah, I'm but saying. I can just do that there. But they, why they am I gonna two, do nothing? Like I don't gotta go make you money. Fuck you. They on two different workout routines. Eminem is making sure that he stays sharp lyrically. Motherfucking Nick Cannon <coughs> doing pull ups on fucking street poles and shit like that. He's strong than a bitch, and I ain't mad at that. Keep doing that, Nick. Best revenge is gonna be success. Not trying to rap against somebody that looked like they should be like tails from the crypt. And he owns so years. much stuff. Like Nick got a bag. Nick like, rich as fuck. Hey, you rich as fuck. Rich as fuck. Like, why are you work, bruh? Mad singer, bruh. Wildin' out, bruh. He on the mad singer? Yeah. Was he? He's one of the hosts. Oh shit, I don't know. I don't watch the show. Yeah, Mad Singer Code. The Mad Singer Code. That sounds yeah. about right. He is the Ryan Seacrest of that shit. Like, man, Nick Cannon getting to it. Like, why are you worried about Eminem? Eminem can say whatever the fuck you want to say about your ex-wife. Ex-wife. He got a whole new baby with a whole new broad. Man, Nick got broads. Yeah. Plural. He really not tripping about no female. But he want to stand up for his ex. I understand that. But leave that white boy alone. You don't want no parts of that white boy. Right. We just getting over uh, Eminem trying to rap at Trump on beat. That shit was just a reach. We we still getting over that shit. Like, quit, quit. Yeah. With that being said, we gonna segue into the People's Corner. All right. So, Gemini has the People's Corner. We were talking about being unbothered, so we are going to go ahead and segue into that because Poppy nigga reminded me. So, I didn't even get a chance to tell you about this shit. So, I'm trying to think how I can word this without telling my business too much. So, as y'all know, because uh, Dev Dobbs was telling all my business about my workout, <laughs> Gemini has been working out regularly. So, I was walking back from my workout, and walking like to go to the door to get inside of my building in which I live. Deluxe. In the sky. 
Anyways. She doing pull-ups. Doing pull-ups. Doing push-ups. Doing push-ups. <laughs> running three to six miles a damn day. Actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they be, they be working nigga hard in there, boy. <laughs> Get my money's worth. But so I, I'm walking. I got my headphones on and shit real quick. Because, you know, I got to have my music just very briefly. So... I go and I'm trying to get in the door and I hear, hey, look at that man trying to get in his house. I look like, what the fuck? This bitch. I look back and then the girl goes, ha ha, that's a girl. So I, I, I closed the door and then I realized I was like closing. I said, you know what? Fuck this bitch. So I opened up the door because I was, wasn't quite in yet. And I said, excuse me, I'm a female, just so you know. So then it was a chick that yelled it, a bitch with her, and I'm gonna refer to her as bitch, and a dude with her. The dude with her had a had like a, one of them rolly bags. So I don't know if the motherfucker was going to catch whatever bus or whatever fuck he needed to do to go home. So she uh she comes the the bitch walks back to me. Not the not the chick who said something to me. The bitch walks back to me and goes, She's drunk. And you didn't have to say nothing to her. Now, she's walking towards me, and I'm already halfway in my door. Green light. Now, Gemini, stay strapped, first of all. I always got some level of a weapon on me because you never know when a motherfucker want to pull up on you. I got one, even if I'm driving my car. You want to hop in this bitch, you going to get fucked got up. got one on her now. I keep, I keep the strap on me. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so she walks up to me, and she's like, like in my face, like maybe an inch away from my face. Well, I think you should just go in your house. At first, I thought about taking my weapon and beating her ass. And then I decided, you know what? Well, actually, I should ask for advice at that point, right? And then tell what happened. All right, so what What would you do at that point? And I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> so she's like this close to your face. Talking about, I th- you should just go in your house. It walked like I mean, like Huff walked up on you, like she's gonna whoop your ass. You wanna know what? Trilly yeah, what would Chili? What would you do? Or what would you recommend to do? Uh, Either or. Was it cold outside? <laughs> I mean, it was Ohio cold. You know, I'd, it was like I'd a little chilly out. Shit. I'd have found the last bit of phlegm that might have been sitting somewhere <laughs> located deep in the back of my thoke. And as she walked up, all you would have heard was, <laughs> and as soon as she'd have got close enough, I'd have said, Tui! Ain't that a Knee assault? punch, knee punch, <laughs> gut, gut kick, quick swift to the leg, lift up weapon, beat bitch, skull crack, eye socket gouge, drag bitch, kick bitch, look up for drunk bitch who may want the same treatment, don't want treatment, Return back to said bitch and finish stumping her. Allegedly. And then I'd have smiled and said, I'm sorry. I got beside myself. And I'd have walked into my apartment. Allegedly. In the sky. In the sky. After doing pull ups, <laughs> calisthenics, <laughs> running three to six miles up on a bitch.
She got me fucked up. Oh, she fucked up. Beat that bitch ass. Beat that ass. Drag that broke motherfucker to the bus stop. <laughs> Ask drunk bitch what you want. Bitch, what you want? Ho, speak up now. Oh, speak, speak up, up now. Laugh at nigga with rope back with a bus pass. Bus pass. That's what I would have did. Bitch. Wow. <laughs> uh, would you like to know what young Gemini ended up actually doing? You tell me the soft-ass alternative to what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? You know how you, you know how some confrontation happens and like time stop and you think about like what you want to do. So at first I thought I'm a beat. So I got a specific new weapon that I've low-key almost been itching to use. Okay. But I had a vision of just taking it. And busting her ass in the head with it, and then beating the fuck out of her on camera. Because okay. the thing is, you're 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 you have the castle law, cause you live there. So since she approached me in my house, I could have beat the shit out of her, and, and I would have been cool. And because Trilly knows the law, that's why I would have reacted like that. But then I realized this bitch told me to go to my house, which is a deluxe apartment in the sky, <laughs> and right above my shoulder blades is the name. And it literally says, Deluxe Apartment in the Sky. And I looked at it. I looked at that bitch and I said, you know what, boo? You right. I'm going to go right into my apartment. And I laughed at that bitch and I closed the door. She starts beating on the door. So I'm standing in the lobby because I was actually on the phone with my parents. Mm -hmm. So my parents had called me back like, yo, we about to pull up. Like, what the fuck going on? We heard a bitch yelling. Da, 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 da. I was like, y'all need to chill. At that very moment, white dude walks in the door. So she she there, the, the dude had pulled up, was like, bitch, you need to go. Like, bitch, we about to go to jail. White dude comes in. He's like, move, bitch. <laughs> he's trying to get in the door. He's like, what the fuck going on? I was like, she's trying to fight me. She called me a boy. He's like, but you look like a girl. Like, you clearly a girl. I don't understand why she would call you a boy. I said, I don't know. He was like, I don't get it. So I'm thinking to myself, like, if you was about it, about it, bitch, you could have came right the fuck in there. I'm right by the door. So the, the drunk friend comes up and she looks and I, I just start waving at these bitches. So she's screaming and she's hot. And I'm just smiling and waving, smiling and waving from the lobby, my nice ass lobby. Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. Bye, bye. I admire you. So I would like to take this moment to say young Gemini has grown up slightly because young, young Gemini, would have dropped that bag and beat the shit out of her. And like on site, like shit like that. And I just, you know, I've been working hard. So I've been waiting for an opportunity to use all these motherfucking guns that I done got. Point. Like I'm just saying like, and I'd be taking pre-workout and shit. Like my shit be up there. And that's I just, I saying. had to tell myself, look at that. And I, I, you know what? Also when I was looking, I was like, look at this bitch. She looked terrible. Like look at what she looked like. Look at the nigga got dragging the bag with him. She already done lost. Yeah, I, I understand. Now I was like, I'ma just be the bigger person. So from that perspective, I definitely would have thought about that after I stumped that bitch. I definitely <laughs> would have been like, this bitch ain't even worth the ass kicking I'm giving her. But still beating her ass. I'm a, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about giving this bitch a full dollar when all I need to do is get this bitch 35 cents worth of ass whooping. But I know me, I'd have win ten dollars on the bitch. I'd have lost it, and then I'd have thought about it later, like. Trilly, you better. You could have just went in the house. <laughs> you really could have just went in the house. You could have just went in the house. Now look at you. You got blood all on your Tims. You done stumped the bitch. 
you know, talk to the police. And actually, shit. no, you you was in your workout shoes, your workout shoes. I had boots on. Oh shit! Yeah, you, boots. Yeah, boots. I always wear boots. Right. I have so boots you, on. Yeah. You never know when you might stop a motherfucker. I wear right. boots. And I'd have been out there screaming, no tennis yeah, Timberlands, jumping on the bitch, having a good time. That white Rest dude would have walked. Rest in peace, walked my it. nigga JJ, my nigga Jesse McFowler. Rest in peace, my nigga passed away a couple weeks ago. That nigga had the funniest line. I think I might have mentioned that on a podcast several ages ago when he stumped a good friend of mine in his motherfucking fireman boots. But they weren't Timberlands. But for some reason, he kept screaming, Timberlands! I got faith in my Timberlands! Yeah! Timberlands! Why he stumped the nigga for about 15 minutes? i never forget that. He stumped another close friend of mine. It was it was funny He wasn't that close. You let this nigga get stumped no, no, up. No, I mean, it was two of my friends fighting. What do you do? When you got both of your friends fighting, you say, hey, y'all, chill. You try to stop them. 15 but- minutes? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, shit. One picked up a. Tr- it was it was a whole story I had to tell you off the off the podcast. But he had on literally fireman boots, screaming Timberlands, yeah, Timberlands. Why he stumped the guy? And I'm just like, damn. So I'm thinking in my head, that's probably where I would have went. Unfortunately, damn. I'm not as politically correct as most people are. Now, I have checked myself in several different situations, but the run up on me and get in my face close enough for me to smell the tartness of your breath. (laughs) That's just my reaction. Thank goodness people don't run up on me like that and give me that kind of energy because I'm not responsible for how I react. Trilly is in therapy, you know, (laughs) because it's just certain levels of things that I can I can I can excuse some shit. But when you invade my personal space angrily, I go back to a whole nother era. I I forget where I'm at because my reaction is always on time with the situation. So I I applaud you for moving the way you moved in that situation. Thank you very much. I think that you did a Yeah, I'm proud of you. I got to show you it later. Yeah, I'm... Listen, <laughs> I am sublimely proud of you to know that you have that kind of self-control. Shit, me too. My, I'm not my there My dad yet. was on the phone like, so you ain't beat her ass? <laughs> yeah, I'm not there yet in life. I'm getting there, y'all. I'm on my way. I ain't there yet. I got a few more corners and a freeway to hit before I get there. But I'll be there soon where I can be able to look somebody in their face and say, you know what? God has blessed you today because I'm not going to do unto you what I would have done to others. I told my parents, like, I'm glad you ain't called the police because they would have been calling to say that bitch. <laughs> and I would have been able to handcuff my black ass. Like, I'm like, bitch, I live here. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just, Look, I'm, that white dude would have walked right the fuck around that shit with right in that door, too. Even like, this is not my motherfucking right, problem, Because I'm terrible because I would have <laughs> quickly, swiftly beat the bitch ass and went in the house. Like quick, boop, 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 bitch, get the fuck out of here, bitch, boom, 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 kick to the chin, kick to the chin, another spit, and then I probably went into the, my deluxe apartment in the sky and act like nothing happened, and she'd have been laid out there, and then damn shame what the what the workout bitch did to the other bitch that left the bus stop, fuck with the wow, bitch. Wow, the workout bitch. With that being said, we go <laughs> slippity slide, spit skedaddle <laughs> to drunken news. All right, so... We got some decisions to make. You want to talk about Planned Parenthood having these secret videos? 
Do you oh, want to talk shit. about fraud accusations turned into payouts in the Netherlands? Or you want to talk about Lego, my Legos? Planned Parenthood for $1,600. All right. So according to New York Times, Sabrina Tevernese, Planned Parenthood awarded $2 million in lawsuit over secret videos. An anti-abortion activist recorded the videos to try to show that the group was illegally selling fetal tissue. So Planned Parenthood was awarded $2.2 million in damages uh, after a federal jury in San Fran ruled that an anti-abortion activist had broken federal and state laws when he secretly recorded workers for the organization. Uh, fuck it, we're going to say his name. David R. Dalyden recorded videos in 2015 to show that Planned Parenthood was illegally selling fetal tissue, a claim that created a political uproar and mobilized conservatives against the organization. Uh, he is a leader of a group called Center for Medical Progress, um, which they're, they, the jury found that he had trespassed on private property, committed fraud, um, according to the court papers. Uh, so Planned Parenthood said in their statement that uh, the jury ruled in favor that they, the violations were racketeer influence in Corp Organization Act. Um, the, the lawyers for the dude said they're disappointed in the verdict and they're trying to get it reversed. There are videos. The videos gave strength to defund Planned Parenthood. So yeah, basically he was trying to get videos to show that they sound baby tissue after boredom. Right. So what's your advice for people doing that? Y'all got to yell out, uh, I'm filming you. Because once you yell that out and then people know that they're being filmed, then it's not admissible after that. You got to make it known that you're filming. Mm. I learned your this re I, I've always known this, but I had to exercise this recently. Because when some fuck shit was taking place, I said, yeah, I'm about to film you. So, you know, while we have this conversation. You do that, then they can't say that you filmed them without knowledge. So for my anti-abortion people out there, say, hey, I got you on camera. The same thing you would do if a policeman approach you, all that kind of stuff. You say, yeah, I'm filming this. You make it known you're filming them because, for one, it's not illegal to film shit, especially with a cell phone or whatever the case may be, because they've passed so many laws for that, that you can publicly do that sort of thing. You just can't be out there with a whole ass camera crew and all that kind of shit. But if you got your phone, hey, I'm filming you. So do that but it's still fucked up that Planned Parenthood is doing that shit allegedly allegedly but he got it on camera so it's not that alleged so yeah my advice is the same as Trilly's you know make sure you follow the laws you may have your own agenda but at the same time too like I, I mean I don't know like what is actually in their disclosure for abortions I mean, like, I, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't say in there. Like, you don't know what their contract is either. At the same time, true. it might say in there any matter collected from such abortion right. is the property of Planned Parenthood. You exactly. don't know what the fuck that contract same, and is. Same thing with revenge porn. If you fucking a bitch on camera, you got to say, hey, I'm filming you before I nut. I want you to know this. And if she say, mm hmm, keep going, bitch can't sue you later. But if she got, say no, get the fuck if off me. If she say no, get the fuck off me, you got her on camera saying no, get the fuck off me. And then you got to film yourself getting the fuck off of her so she can't say you raped her. So 
you know, I'm just using that as an example, but I'm just putting it out there. You can't, y'all can't, can't be out be here just, shit. just filming people and say, hey, I got it on tape. No, you got to say, hey, nigga, I'm filming y'all. This is what I'm, I'm filming you guys do this. And on top of that, too, I also want to know, like, with that particular Planned Parenthood, is that in their uh, contract? Because a lot of contracts and shit like that be public knowledge. You can go online and look up shit like that. I don't know. They're technically a, a non-profit. So, I mean, I don't know what kind of organizational documents they have. I'd have to look that up. I don't know. And, but you know, be, I bet you I probably can't find that shit anyway. It'd be all kind of illegal I don't know. Look, motherfuckers who get in abortions is not reading through that shit. they like, look. No, no, no. Get this shit up out of me. get it up out of me. So, they're not even really checking for that. Yeah, more than likely. It's probably a whole fucking family of babies being created off of abortion, aborted parts. We'll never know. Never you know, know what I'm saying? They sell that shit. It's so many. It's it's a fucking guy out here that just got indicted and doing a, some time now for selling fucking body parts and shit mm. like that. So, you know, doing shit like that. And then on top of that, too, you know, baby parts and shit like that is big business on the black market from what I'm hearing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's money in that shit for real, for real. Like, it's fucked up, but that's what it is. Because they're doing tissue research and shit with yeah. that, being able to regenerate and stuff but like that. But at the same time, what, you know... What do these hood rats expect that's gonna happen when they abort these babies? I'm the main one saying, have that, have your babies. That's why the heartbeat bill came along. There's too many of you motherfuckers in line at that clinic. For some reason, the sale of condoms is down and abortions is up at one point. Like, that shit crazy. To me. That is crazy. All right, well, do you wanna talk about the Australian woman who hustled uh, $185,000 salary? Do you wanna talk about. Um, the cyber truck or do you want to talk about the tech toilet the australian woman that hustle yes i love that so according to cnn eric chung a woman lied on her resume to land a hundred eighty-five thousand dollar a year job and now she's going to jail uh, she had glowing references on this too this is in australia so veronica hilda Very old, 46, was convicted of deception, dishonesty, and abuse of public office relating to an application for a CIO role with an annual salary of 275,000 Australian dollars, which is 185,000 US dollars. Um, She worked in the position with South Australia's Department of the Premier and Cabinet for over a month and earned about 33,000 Australian dollars, which is about 22,500 before being fired. She pled guilty to all charges and received a 25-month sentence with a non-parole period of a year. Um, She had submitted a fraudulent resume to the department with false information relating to her education and employment. Um, She was granted, when she was granted an interview, she posed as a previous employer during her reference check who gave a glowing, gave glowing feedback about her performance. So this bitch... (laughs) Was sitting in her interview, was like, yeah, call this number right here. And they call, <clears throat> hello, yes, Veronica? Yes, this is Debbie. Yes, oh, oh, Veronica was great. She was absolutely great. Like, so this bitch was posing as other motherfuckers to make sure she got this job. So she started the job, and then uh, she actually ended up hiring her brother, even though he wasn't qualified for the job. Um, she became suspicious after her mental health deteriorated shortly after she started working there. Um, let's see, what did she do? 
sounded to me like she she had a lick. If if she would have never uh, lost her marbles, she'd be still in that job. Basically. Yeah, that's what I heard. It just said her mental health started to deteriorate shortly after. So what's your advice? My advice is, if, hey, she ain't the first. Shit. She just was the first to actually get caught. And because of the money that she was making is the reason why we even having this discussion. Yep. If it would have been like 50000 Australian dollars, they wouldn't have given a fuck. Honestly, what's the difference between that and motherfuckers in high positions hiring they drunk ass cousins they know that's just not you know nowhere near qualified qualified to work yep. any barely fucking qualified to work at a denny's mm-hmm. and they putting them into these offices and shit like that there's no difference in that bottom line is she got caught so the only thing i'm telling you all to do is shit if you get a job like that and it's stressful get you a fucking shrink Keep going to that shrink and keep getting that goddamn money. Because guess what? Get that long money. As she on that, as long as she's on that job, even if she wasn't qualified to do the job, I bet you she learned that motherfucker while she was on it. Because most people learn better while they're in the field anyways. She'd have took that motherfucking job and she would have got promoted to some other shit. You fuck around me making some real... She made a lot of fucking money though. So I can understand the company being upset. But at the same time, shit, if she would have held it together, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It was a government job. Uh, it was a government job. Like, if you, if you can't do that kind of job, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. That's easy. Wow. <laughs> Give me the motherfucking job. All right. So with that being said, would you like to talk about... Um, <laughs> She's like, all right. <laughs> Trump spending all this money in his presidency? Would you like to talk about this lady getting in trouble for being topless in her own home? Or do you want to talk about the transitions or the Indiana judges who got in that fight? Let's talk about Trump spending all that money. So according to the HuffPost, um, uh, by SV date, Trump has spent $115 million on golf trips, which is the equivalent of 287 years of a presidential salary. So in this, it says Trump often boasts of donating his White House pay, but taxpayers are shelling out much larger sums for his hobbies. So when he was on Thanksgiving vacation, um, they figured out that's what his expenses were. Um, So the exact amount cannot be determined because the White House refuses to reveal how many Trump aides have been staying at his properties when he visits them and will not turn over receipts for his charges. Um, he basically, it says that, uh, they ask if other than, uh, one of the admins other than herself staying at Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort in there, how much is it all costing? And the White House press secretary, Stephanie Grisham responded with a one word answer. No. So she's not answering shit. Um, lawsuits were filed by news organizations, um, watchdog groups. So basically, people are pissed off saying that he spent all this money. This article talks about the amount of money. Um, and they also point out that Trump, along with other Republicans, repeatedly criticized when Barack Obama was playing golf so frequently during his years in office. Uh, quote, I play golf to relax. My company is in great shape. Um, Obama plays golf to escape work while America goes down the drain, which is what Trump tweeted in December of 2011. So, what's your advice on this? 
My advice is, what president didn't spend a shitload of money golfing and kicking it? I only say that because, shit, when 9-11 was fucking happening, shit, Bush was reading out of fucking school and golfing and doing all kind of weird ass shit during his presidency. But for some strange reason, that never came up. Same thing with uh, Obama. They ain't like Obama, you know, so they highlighted his kickings. That's what I don't be understanding. I feel like, shit, how much did Bill Clinton spend on rubbers when he was in the motherfucking White House? Like, it's a lot of money that just get fucking wasted in the White House, period. Why the fuck do we even have a White House? He can run that shit from his mansion. At this point, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm over how motherfuckers want to look at shit like that when we pay for so much other useless ass shit as America, period. Need to highlight everything. Don't just talk about a fucking golf trip. And this ain't me saying that that shit is cool, but this just me saying I'm tired of you all showing us the picture y'all want us to see. Can we talk about everything? Can we talk about all this fucking dinners that the gov- that we pay for? That these motherfucking Republicans get to go to and eat? All these fucking different so-called charities and $800 plate dinners and shit like that. And no one ever sees that money and all that kind of shit. Let's talk about all that shit. Since we bringing that up, I feel like that, that would be a great start. To start really policing a lot of this bullshit that we spend money on. I think... The problem is because he should have shut the fuck up back in 2011. And because and I think I think because he was criticizing another president pr- previously. It's like, "Well, you need to be doing your job. And why are you doing this?" Nah, 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 nah. So, because he did that, I think he opened the floodgates for people to criticize him. Because in theory, you can't tell somebody, "Why the fuck you take a PTO, motherfucker? You shouldn't be taking PTO." And then we look up in your ass to take a PTO every right. fucking week. And I think that that's why this is the problem in this situation. On top of the fact that 115 million dollars is a lot of motherfucking money. I agree with you that we don't know how much the governors and senators yeah. and representatives and, and lobbyists that, that get to eat off of that shit and whoever fuck yeah. they trying to woo. I, I get that, but I think that the reason why this is significant and my advice is that if you think that you want to run for any office, shut the fuck up about anybody else in office until your ass is campaigning where you come for their policies and so forth. Because... In the day and age of technology, it's going to bite you in the ass. Period. That's just my advice on that. And on top of that, too, I can't, I will say this. He's probably one of the only presidents that I know of, other than rest in peace of Ross Perot, would have took office. They actually could pay that fucking money back. We got a lot of broke ass presidents that came along. Allegedly, they said his money ain't even his money. That's, that's, who's he on borrow, borrow money That's right here now You can't swipe a credit card on, on shit that you owe in cash That's That ain't how this too. work That's true too <laughs> like You can't be in there talking about nigga we take cash only You better use that debit which means you got money in the bank right. Not that you got borrowed money There's All a difference but I mean, Maybe saying, you can get an advance for that but that's still credit Yeah but I'm just saying That I just feel like a lot of Niggas can't wait to highlight shit that's been fucking going on. All he should have shut the fuck up. Yeah, he could have. He should have. He should have. But I'm looking he like... He talked way too much shit for him to have thought that he could do all this You know, that's just stuff. what the fuck he do anyways, though. Then like, don't be surprised when it come to bite you in the ass. You talk way too much shit. Well, let's be a hundred. Did it really come bite him in the ass? 
Yes, he is why he's going mean, through impeachment as we speak. Nigga ain't going nowhere. It's been it, shit. Bill I'm Clinton got his dick too. sucked and he ain't go nowhere. They started impeachments on him. He ain't the only one. The only nigga they only successfully got the fuck out of here was Nixon when he got himself out. Niggas been doing fuck shit in the, in the motherfucking White House. That be the problem is that you put niggas. The only thing is, he's just the most vocal asshole of a president that we've had. That's just what it boils down to. But this shit ain't new. This shit been going on. Nixon's kind of up there. <laughs> he's kind of up there. Hmm. Nixon ain't kicking as hard as, as, as this guy did. I just think the kick is different. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he was like, taking man, and moving his shit in. We didn't listen as as a country. Uh, we didn't pay for. God we didn't pay for so many motherfucking uh, elected officials to go across seas and get their dick sucked and all kinds of weird ass shit. 115 million is a lot of money. Yeah, but that's how much we know about that he spent. Period. Like, man. Like they said, they ain't even sure that was an estimate. Right. 287 but, years of salary for a president. That's a lot right. of fucking money. I want them niggas to dig in the crates, though. I want They're them to stop paying him. How about that? How about you stop giving them salary? You be like, yo, you done. You tapped out. Shit. Tapped out, Ross bro. Ross Perot said he would have did this shit for a dollar. Give me a dollar a year. I don't need the fucking money. I just want to invoke some change because I got enough money to do it. I don't give a fuck about what y'all talking about. I'm same motherfucker that was like, look, I need to get to where I need to get to faster. You know what? Fuck it. I'm about to build a freeway. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like it'd be so much bullshit highlighted. But it's been it's the shit that's been going on. And don't get me wrong, 115 million is a, that's a lot of fucking money. money. That's a lot of bread. He ain't even been there that long. Swinging some clubs. First of all, he the fucking president. Why you gotta pay this? Why why we gotta pay for that shit? Why why does it have to be paid for it? Nigga, go play golf. Why can't he just pay for him to go play mm. golf? Yeah. Well, uh, we got shit. When you turn six, nigga, when you turn sixty five, you can eat at Denny's for a reduced rate. So shit, when you become a motherfucking president or elected official, shit shouldn't be costing like that. Why the fuck are we paying for that? Why does that cost? To swing a fucking club and hit some balls. Why do that cost, nigga? Go to Top Golf, nigga. <laughs> uh, we got a grab bag. Let's go. Grab bag, grab bag. Hey. So we just received a grab bag from it's from Cleveland.com, and it's written by Adam Faris. It says, brawls, drugs, and rape linked to downtown Cleveland strip club. Authorities are trying to shutter. Paradise. So yeah. this place is called Paradise Gentlemen's Club. Um, it's temporarily closed. They have a hearing scheduled for next couple weeks. Uh, Cleveland Police and Ohio Investigative Unit began an undercover investigation this past summer that led to numerous allegations of fights, drug use, and gun possession. Um, law enforcement raid uh, was a month after the investigation began, which was drugs, guns, and arrest of the club owner. In one instance, a woman told investigators that she was lured to the club under the guise of a job interview and that the owner's brother sexually assaulted her at her home in Euclid. Damn. How you get back to the home? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the attorney... 
which is Mitchell J. Yelsky. Uh, for the club owner Willis Tebron III says he believes his client became the target of an investigation because he is a young black man who runs the last remaining strip club in downtown Cleveland's warehouse district. Club Paradise is a legal adult entertainment venue. Um, it has been a strip club for decades and one must wonder if Mr. Tebron's rebranding of that club to an urban hip-hop theme predominantly patronized by black patrons has caused has placed Mr. Tebron and his business under enhanced scrutiny. Hmm. That makes sense. But at the same time, have you seen some of the bitches that dance there? I'd probably take a pistol with me, too. <laughs> um, they finished. I, I, man, listen, ain't shit paradise about that. So there's been times where they try to, like, do surprise investigation, inspections and shit, and then the club manager was like, nah, uh, wouldn't let the officers inside. So the officers spotted... Uh, the manager and a cook moments later as they walked to the back door. One investigator said that the cook dropped a bag of cocaine and a digital skin. The owner had a handgun in his waistband and $10,000 in cash. The investigators made their way inside the club and found 15 to 20 people inside. The affidavits that they uh, and their affidavits said that they found marijuana and crack pipes throughout the club. They also found a handgun on the counter, AR-15, and a pistol grip shotgun under the sofa. Tebron Carter and uh, another employee were indicted on charges that include permitting drug use, drug possession, and other charges. They all pled not guilty. Um, sexual allegations. One of the most significant allegations to surface is that a woman claimed she was raped when she went to the club with the understanding she had a job interview. 26-year-old woman told police that uh, she thought the job interview was for a bottle girl position. She was told she uh, had, she told police that she had a couple drinks and blacked out. The employee then drove her home and Euclid and sexually assaulted her there. She woke up, sent several text messages to friends who then called Euclid police. Officers found her shoeless in several houses away. Uh, so then Tebron's brother was charged with rape. Uh, damn, that's fucked up. So the the basically the attorney saying that this is a targeted thing, um, and that you know since he's right. a black owner, other incidents include several car break-ins, um, a large brawl broke out over the summer between a stripper, stripper sister, and other employees. That was on um, Instagram. <laughs> that involved not but goddamn, the fight involved about fifteen people. Another fight broke out the next day between the bartenders and strippers. A security guard reported being got punched in the head, face, back, and chest. That's a lot of punches. Undercover agents went in the club and in September and ended up charging three strippers for illegal lap dances. I know that was a thing. High as high as a lap dance illegal. Maybe it was free. They didn't get paid. A woman reported being punched outside the club and hit by a car in October. That sounds like a regular day downtown. <laughs> and ahead. a woman reported in November that a security guard grabbed her by the neck and dragged her from the club. The employee denied the woman's claims. Bitches so, got to get drugs sometimes. The attorney argued that his court filings at the parking lot adjacent to the strip club was the site of these brawls and fights. Um, and it was before the client even opened the club and that the patrons of other warehouse district bars also contribute to the unruly atmosphere. So sense. what's your advice? My advice is what strip club you gonna go to and you don't find cocaine? Hoes get high. They smoke dope too. I mean, whenever you get to any spot where there's a gang of UBWA, ugly bitches with asses, it's 
gonna be a lot of cocaine. Um, I'm not justifying it, but I'm just saying in your regular run-of-the-mill uh, strip club, hoes is snorting lines and sliding down poles. Now they're outlawing. I know where lap that is dances. now. Now they outlawing lap dances. What the fuck is an illegal lap dance? Did I, the bitch bounce on the ass? Was they bouncing on laps too hard? What the fuck? What what law says? Hey, that's illegal. Oh, and you got yeah. You can't be totally naked. Yeah. So, but still, that don't constitute. Like I'm trying to figure out what part of the ass hit the lap that made it illegal. <laughs> Was um, they naked? Was the lap dances? I mean, I'm just trying to figure that part out because that just sound weird. But it just sound to me like if you ain't what the fuck Ohio strip clubs accept food stands for lap dances. What the fuck? Damn. <laughs> You BWA. Grab bag, grab bag, grab fucking bag. God damn. Damn. So you can swipe a fucking food stamp card down a bitch ass? Everybody? What? Damn. They done took tip drill to a whole nother level. Yeah, bitch. Here you go. Go get you some eggs in the morning. What the fuck? Yeah, bitch. Put some hot sauce on your burrito. Like, that shit crazy. I'm trying to read what this, this says. But I'm trying to figure Ohio out. Ohio strip clubs accept food stands for lap dances is what the fucking title of this one was. Talking about we all need a roof over our heads and we all need to eat and drink. Y'all America. need to close that motherfucker if y'all in there with EBT <laughs> machines. Y'all got to close that shit. What the fuck kind of strip club is this? Bitches with bullet holes, stab wounds, and cigarette burns talking about some, come here. Come here, nigga. How much on that card? You know, you know, Christmas coming up. I gotta get some turkeys. Real quick, that this ass, is this is according to Palomino, the dirty trio of Ohio strip clubs. They're raised on 928. That uh, investigation is in January. Three clubs in North Dix- Dixie Highway, North Dixie Drive, and Harrison Township. The Harem, the Living Room, and Sharkies. Um, sent agents undercover. They sent agents something. undercover into the club for months and discovered a miniature city of sin. A miniature uh, city of sin. <laughs> That's so, a hell of a headline. <laughs> so it said the undercover agents discovered trafficking of drugs, marijuana, cocaine, and oxycodone. The fund also included an illegal sexual activity, prostitution, and the illegal use of SNAP benefits. Food stands for lap dances. It's sadly Son not a, a crude joke in this case. Son Apparently, people monitoring... Uh, when officers were spotted coming to the business, a warning would be put out. Da da da. Led to them going in there. So everyone, yeah. So yeah, there was just there was exchanging that for some, for some pussy and some. Damn. So you. What the fuck is going on? What's it called? Sharky Township. Where the to, fuck is this at? They done took forty dollars to a whole nother <laughs> level. Now, bitch, look. Sharky? If you trying to get some Captain Crunch in the morning, bitch, come suck Harris, this dick. Where the fuck is Harrison Township at? That's what I need. I don't even want to go there now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not even driving near that shit. You could just smell the groceries. Like, that is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> That's crazy. Get all the pork and beans. Right. right. So where do bitch, you... Bitch, you know you want oh, your rib shit. tip what, down. What bigger city do you think that this is closer to? You got to be Southern Ohio. Toledo, Akron. What? Dayton. That makes sense. That sounds about right. It's like over by, uh, it's it's North Dayton. 
Yeah. It's Northern Dayton, like real Shit. close to that motherfucking Indiana line. Over they close there. to Ford plant. Niggas done lost they motherfucking minds out there. Look, bitch, I'm twerking for this EBT, bitch. bitch. <laughs> I got to feed kid, my kids for real. What is wrong with you? My kids like Frosted Flakes, motherfucker. You better swipe that car Look, harder. Hey, you know they got the Toys for Tots? They just bring that toys shit. Toys for Tots. <laughs> <laughs> toys for Tater Tots out this, bitch. You're going to talk about some Toys for Tots. Toys, right, for, toys thots. for Thots. Hey, just just bring the food and the toys just to the strip club. Like when I but get to Target, just wipe the booty for groceries. Yo, just throw the fucking fire truck at my ass. To let me oh, know I'm doing yeah. good. <laughs> shit. Like mommy, why my truck all sweaty and shit? Right. <laughs> mommy, this motherfucking Mortal Kombat game smell like ass. <laughs> Stop sniffing it and just play the oh, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. Yo, we got to close this out. It's... <laughs> I can't even function. This don't make Hell no damn no. sense. Cocaine and ramen noodles. Like, this shit is crazy. You know, when people ask me, how's Ohio doing? Bad, nigga. <laughs> $40, motherfucker. Nigga. Fire trucks, EBT. $40. Nigga, if you go downtown to a strip club, nigga, you might be sitting on a couch with a gauge up under that bitch. It might be an <laughs> AR-16 next to your drink, nigga. Right. It's fucked up out here. Who the <laughs> fuck was they preparing for to run up in that bitch? In that location? I'm trying if to the understand. the bitch is that ugly, y'all niggas pulling y'all straps you gonna like, pay. damn, bitch, wait, wait a minute, bitch, back, back. You, you not gonna pay. You gonna pay for this bitch. I don't care how bad the lap dance is. Running up on niggas. Wait a minute, nigga. Hold on. Hold on. That drink was $4.95. Pay for your beer, too, nigga. Tip the bitches. Tip. Damn. <laughs> that bitch was not Now I know where that's at. Nah, I'm thinking about it. Like, it's been closed forever. It's like, look, like, no, ain't nothing in that bitch. So they open that up. Yep. Oh, I know where that's that at. Bitch up. Damn. All right, let's and go it ahead. It ain't paradise, nigga. It's a paradise. That bitch was a gamble. <laughs> that's what the fuck it was. The goddamn cook had a strap and cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, they had crap, uh, crack in there. Niggas is watching Snowfall. Who the fuck is smoking crack? <laughs> Strippers. Apparently, that's why and you know what. Some of the patrons. Damn. All right. With that being said, <laughs> I think we need waffles. to we need to protect okay, our okay. energy, man. <laughs> Yo, we need to protect our energy because this is this. Ooh, we gotta protect our strippers. They ain't, look what they dancing in now. Yo, this is a good one. So according to non help hoes, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, reference. Hey, make sure y'all check out help hoes. It will help you hoes, and if you don't feel like you a hoe, it can still help you too. So. We can't help bitches that's out here stripping for motherfucking EBT cars and shit, getting their asses swiped up and down for cars for eggs and shit, and Captain Crunch and Frosted Flakes and shit of that nature. And I'm not responsible for AR-15 shotguns and crack balls being thrown into your motherfucking soup when you eat it and you get high. That is not our fault. We did not sponsor that. We did not ask for that. We did not call for that. Brought to you by Strippers R Us. Oh my gosh. All right. So protecting our energy. This is from non underscore material underscore girl. That's a lot. That's her Instagram name. It says, random sex. Whoa. When you have sex with another person, you exchange energies. If that person is carrying around guilt, shame, or trauma, you can energetically absorb that. It's like going around and plugging your phone into random people's computers and downloading their files. If there are corrupt files in their system, you download them as well. Sex is a sacred act and should be treated as such. Mm-hmm. What you think about that? And did she put a price on that? She didn't say nothing about that. Exactly, bitch. That shit is not cheap. This is protecting our energy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, I know it's been a minute, but we back again, all right? 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I, sex is a sacred act. And it don't cost, okay? Unless you pimp C and you gotta nah let me stop. Let me I go back to protecting our energy. I, <laughs> I just posted that recently. <laughs> um but basically, Check him out at Cleveland underscore Trilper. No, nah, but bottom line is this. I, I agree with her wholeheartedly. A lot of you all, and this goes even deeper than just sex. Being around people with negative, fucked up attitudes and energy, that shit will rub off. You have to be, y'all, I mean, a lot of women out here, y'all just having a lot of fun. And y'all can't wait to have somebody ask y'all questions on, ask me anything. And all the sexual questions, y'all can't wait to answer them bitches. I, I suck dick from the back sometimes and all this old bullshit. Like, y'all need to. I get that gooch. Yeah, y'all. Gooch, oh my God. Y'all really need to uh, just really think about that shit, man. Like it, it gets it gets deeper than like y'all so busy looking for the feeling, and you so busy chasing a nut that you inherit a nut, meaning you got a crazy motherfucking spirit running rampant through your body that you don't even know is there holding on to you. Not to mention how many people that that person has just been with. All that shit gets to you. You know what I'm saying? And you carry that shit around with you. You find yourself being depressed for no fucking reason. You find yourself being mad for no fucking reason. So you all got to be very, very careful about who you allow into your space and into your bodies. This ain't nothing new. We've been saying this for forever in a day. But I'm just reinforcing just how much I agree with the statement that she made. I, too, agree. And uh, my... uh. My niece's mother, when I was very much younger, had gave me a good analogy. And she said, you know, when you have sex for women, it's like if you think about it, it's like you insert something into an open wound because you, you're open. So you should be careful about who you allow to touch your wound. That's why you should definitely protect yourself, you know, because that's your wound. So... Yeah, like people need to start respecting themselves and, you know, knowing like sometimes energy is energy you don't need. And that includes also, you know, friends like that contact. Like sometimes that bitch call you, you know, she ain't nothing but drama. Sometimes you got to put motherfucker on that do not disturb or just let that ring. Make sure they got a ring, ringer that you like. You know what I'm saying? You dance that motherfucker, you know, you know, you up there like. Like, whatever your favorite song is, get that motherfucker that ring it. So you up here just turned up like, hey, this my shit. But, you know, it's just, you. sometimes you just have to, that's a part of, you know, your me time. So. Oh, you know, I'm an advocate for that. I, I ignore a motherfucker. I don't care. I, look, we came from, from the same place, sort of. <laughs> we ain't the same motherfucker. I know that. Cause everybody not. getting listed as scammer, maybe. That's how you do that shit. <laughs> But like, you ain't gonna answer that shit. Like scammer maybe underscore Ken. <laughs> you put all your all them motherfuckers under the same goddamn login on your phone, the same name, scammer maybe. Then if they always borrowing money, bill. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you won't answer the phone no more. You see them at the funeral, like damn, I been calling you. Oh yeah, you is Bill. <laughs> right. No, you shit. What number you called me from? Then you look that bitch up. Scammer, maybe. Oh shit, baby. You know I got a new phone. Or damn, you know what? Sometimes my phone will be having service. 
shit be fucked up. Shit be fucked up sometimes. Matter of fact, I might get a new number. Have to let you know. I'm good for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna text you the new number. What's your number again? Yeah, I got it. I just walk the fuck away. Yep. See you in five more years, bitch. No, I ain't. No, I ain't gonna see you never. <laughs> With that, I, you ain't gonna see me if I see you first. How about that? <laughs> Shit, fuck that shit. You can't avoid some people at the family funerals and gatherings and I shit can. like that. Wow. I'm always in a deep ass conversation. He down there ducking the, in the, in the. No, motherfucker walk up. What, what Trill, what's up? Yeah, man, because I was just saying, man, I couldn't believe she gave me herpes. Hey, hey what's up, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, look, huh? What? Yeah, I'm going to talk to you in a minute. Yeah, like I was saying, man, the bitch was burning me and shit, right? <laughs> Just uncomfortable ass conversation every time they come around, or if it's a motherfucker that don't want to get a job, yeah, man, because you know they've been hiring at my job for years. What's up, nigga? How you doing? Huh? <laughs> Who hiring? Oh no, nah, just talking about my job. They always hiring and shit. Speaking of hiring and shit, Minute Man, they them niggas always hiring the motherfucker. Yeah, what you want, bro? Oh, okay. No, nah, we just talking about jobs and shit. What you what, what you got going on? Oh, you'll be right back. I understand. Talk well, about that. That's a gem. He just gave y'all a trill gem. Yeah, get that bitch. I was talking about bettering herself. Yeah, man. I just went on ahead and put this motherfucking plan together and got this bank account and shit going for this business. I'm about to start. What's up with you? How you doing? Nigga, they're looking like, uh. I bitch, they got grants for single mothers all yeah, the time. I got this grant and shit I'm working on, nigga, trying to get my shit together. Help my mama pay some of these bills and shit around here. Yeah, what you about to do, nigga? Say anything to get them motherfuckers away from you, man. Talk about uncomfortable shit. Especially around motherfuckers that ain't trying to do nothing. Always talk about doing some shit. That'll run their ass away. Especially if you ain't talking about smoking, drinking, and fucking all the time. Cause that's video games too. And video games. Don't even mention the latest game. Nigga, yeah, I got that 2K. Man, life ain't a fucking game, bruh. Shit be going on. You, what's up? What you was saying? I thought she was talking about 2K. Nah, nigga. Yeah, in the year 2K, nigga, that's when I got this my first job and shit. You know what I'm saying? Why? What, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about basketball. Speaking of basketball players, nigga, niggas that be retiring and shit, they be getting good-ass jobs. Where you work at? <laughs> Keep it uncomfortable, y'all. Either motherfucker going to rise to the occasion or they going to get the fuck away from you. And girls, you all need to learn from that shit, too, eh? What you doing? Shit balancing this pe- this motherfucking checkbook and shit. Just pay this rent. About to take care of these bills. Why? What's going on? What you trying to do? Trying to fuck. I'm trying to fuck. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to fuck up these bills that I got ahead of me. I'm about to go work this overtime tomorrow, so I ain't got time for a broke nigga. Oh, you was trying to take me out? Oh, okay. I understand. You ain't got it, huh? I, I got it, though. I'll talk to you later. Damn, it's like that? Speaking of being like that, my one bill is matching my other bill. Since I paid them both, they both had zero balance. Like that. Bitch ass nigga. All right. <laughs> With that being said, this has been another full episode for y'all of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And now I'm Trilly St. Clair, and this is sponsored by Unapologetic Advice Podcast. And now I'm just talking shit. It's Trilly St. Clair. <laughs> In this motherfucker. I'm anxious, y'all. You gotta excuse me. It's been a while. It has. It has. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapologpod at gmail.com. Our Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And truly, they can find you at Steel Trill. Cleveland underscore Trillbird. It's gonna be in the show notes for a a broke hoe.
It is. You can find us on all the platforms. So search for us. We out there. Bye. Place. Check the show notes. Need some insurance? Get you some Oscar. Okay, look here, poppy nigga. We see you over here losing weight and shit. You over here right. dancing. You shimmy your ass. You ain't even giving no step or nothing. Oscar. You can't do good for my To my weekend warriors out there. Get that Oscar. You ain't gonna hit him with the, the, the steps. My knee fucked up. You got one good leg. No. I got <laughs> the same way. Hit that nigga with the uh, the Dougie. You only need one leg with the Dougie. Shut up. The stanky right. leg. Peace. Yeah, I want to talk about that Colin shit.